I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. It's time for the pop culture connoisseurs, a gal and a gay podcast with Kitty. One time she punched me in the face. It was awesome. And Mick. He's the gay of my dreams. And they have this book, this burn book, where they write mean things about all the girls in our grade. What does it say about Mick? You're not in it. Those bitches. Welcome to episode 176 of A Gal and a Gay. We are the pop culture connoisseurs. I'm Mick. And I'm Kitty. Thanks for joining us. So here we are. Yes. Thanksgiving. Post Thanksgiving. Holiday season in full swing. It is. And we also have less time now between now and Christmas because Thanksgiving was so dang. I know. It's kind of crazy how quickly it's getting here i know but that's good i love this time of year for so many reasons not just because a new star wars movie is coming out (laughs) but uh yeah just i just love this time of year we've already watched three christmas movies already oh yes yes Mm -hmm. what did you watch home alone Mm -hmm. good uh the grinch Mm -hmm. carrie and my favorite christmas vacation yep all good choices Mm -hmm. i've only watched one holiday movie and that is the new one on disney plus called noel starring anna kendrick and before you go before you say anything we love anna kendrick love andrew kendrick love her she and she's she's adorable in this she's adorable and funny um the movie itself is very mediocre Mm. Uh, i mean it's it is this caliber of a straight to video film as they would say in the Good old days. This is straight to streaming. I was just going to uh, say that's kind very, of like our the way we say things. Oh, just straight to streaming. I mean, you can tell very low budget. Um, it was probably done very quickly. I think it was basically Disney banged it out to put it on Disney Plus in time for the launch of Disney Plus. Um, ton of product placement, <laughs> like ton of product placement. Um, well, it's probably the funding that they were trying to find all the right. Last minute, so I think so, absolutely. Um, but I mean, over. I mean, it's not a terrible film. It's enjoyable as long as you don't go into it thinking it's going to be a great movie. And it, it's the kind of thing you put on for the kids. It's cute. It has the holiday spirit thing going on. I mean, it's it's an enjoyable film for what it is. So, I I don't think it's going to be my rotation of holiday classics, but. No. It was cute. So, all right. Well, I still have to watch Elf. That's when I know that I've hit it. That's my new yeah go-to classic yeah. Christmas. That is a good one for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, so we're talking about the holidays. We're also talking about things that are happening right now. Uh, we also yeah. like to thank anyone who is tuning in to hear us for the first time. Thanks to the article uh, that was done by Katie at NKC Magazine. Yeah, so they did an article on Kansas City-based podcasts, uh, five different ones, I believe, and uh, we were featured. We were lucky enough to be featured, um, and we're really thankful. So we got to talk about kind of how we started and, and you know, kind of why we do what we do and, you know, just our process and stuff. And it was a lot of fun. Katie really made it a lot of fun, and it was really neat to be featured 
among some other really great podcasts with a lot <laughs> featuring a lot of former uh, 41 employees like we are uh, channel 41 employees so it's it's kind of just kind of fun we're in good ranks with some former colleagues of ours <laughs> oh, no it surprised me because i was like we were uh, you know first there was coast list yeah um and i'm like melissa yeager i'm like yeah. melissa yeager what <laughs> we used to work with her i know and then us and then Lindsay, and it's like yeah wow. there's two diligence which is uh that one's produced by 41 and it's hosted by Lindsay shively who's an anchor at 41 right now uh and we've we've both worked with her and known her for a long time so it was just it was kind of fun to see all the Oh, you know what we should do? We should have Lindsay on. We should have Lindsay on. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. I would text her right now, but she's in bed. Yeah, she's asleep for sure. I'll text, I'll text her in the morning. Actually, I'll see her in the morning. I'm actually going to be at the station tomorrow. So. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. You can talk to her about it. Okay. But yes, it was a lot of fun. So um, you can find that magazine pretty much anywhere in Kansas City and check it out. And thank you if you are just listening to us because of the article. Thanks for tuning in. And also thanks to Katie Schamberger too. Yeah, really. And we gotta have Katie on. Yes, we should have Katie on for sure because she is like pop culture uh, connoisseur yeah. for sure as well. Mm-hmm. So. And Melissa Yeager, Melissa, shout yeah, out. Yeah, we'll yeah, I'll reach out to you, and uh, and all that. But anyway, yeah, great article. I mean, we feel very honored. Yes, we do. Reach out to us, and we have to thank Angie. Yes, Angie uh, uh, with uh, Casey Geeks. She's kind of the one who recommended us or put us out there so thank you angie as always she's she's a great friend of our podcast yeah so yeah yeah so yeah go ahead and read that article uh it is it will be posted on our facebook uh, yeah page and it is on in kansas city's website as well so um yeah so so a big uh i would say probably anticipated movie dropped a trailer today would you say anticipated i think so i think amongst uh, fans yeah i think so but black widow the black widow movie that they've talked about f- for years it's finally been made and we finally got to see a trailer for it spoiler so, she died <laughs> right so <laughs> I'm not happy about this. No, I, I agree. I completely agree. Which, like, wh- while I'm happy to see a Black Widow movie because I do like Scarlett Johansson in that role and I like the character, like, it feels a little too little too late at this point in the Marvel game, right? Like, mm-hmm. it feels to me very much like Disney's, like, here. <laughs> Since you're not, you know, like, like it was in her, I think it was probably written in her contract that she was going to get her own movie eventually, so... It just feels a little like an afterthought. I'm sure it's going to be great, but we were discussing this, that I just don't know if it's going to have a big as an impact, knowing, going in, knowing what happens to Natasha. Right. In the, in the, in, in game. So. Okay. Yeah. So here's my bold, bold, bold prediction to make this movie worth something. Because as we've seen the last 10 years, how Marvel has incorporated all their movies together where it's pushing mm-hmm. it forward. It's advancing the story. <clears throat> you can't really advance a story when you're going backwards. True. So my bold prediction is she's mm-hmm. not dead. She's not dead. Yep. That is the only way they're going to be able to save this because here, I mean, here's the thing. Why? And also I feel like she has to be alive for a couple different reasons, but one 
is, so there have been all this talk about how no one's going to go watch a female superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Wonder Woman changed that. Captain yeah. Marvel changed that. Yep. So do you really want to set up Black Widow to fail? Yeah, exactly. If they're setting this movie up to fail, then like, oh, see, not all women, you know, women superheroes. Right, exactly. Movie. Hear, yeah, those fucking fanboys who can't right. get over it. Yeah. I, I hope what they're doing is they're setting us up for word of mouth because it's like, holy cow, you're going to see something that was so unexpected because that's what these Marvel movies are all about. Who cares about a connection if she's not alive and she's not yeah. going to be in these next right next phase yep this is a waste and here's another thing it's in may yeah it's their in may. big movie of this right. year yeah so there better be some surprises and i think they're i i, I, I think i think you're i might be onto something i think you might be onto something with her that this might be a start like a glimpse into the next phase you know what i mean like sort of a kickoff if, if you will i bet i would not be surprised if there is some sort of twist that mm-hmm. leads us into the next Right. And right. look at all of the other standalone movies that have a, a, a that's focused on one superhero, Doctor Strange. Granted, mm-hmm. we've only had one Doctor Strange, but we're getting a sequel. Yep. Ant-Man, Captain mm-hmm. America, Iron Man, Thor. They don't just do a one and done kind of thing. That's not the Marvel. Um, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So... We'll see. Unless they're blowing it all up, and I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't think so either. So. No. Yeah, there's a reason they're doing this movie now. Mm-hmm. There's got to be. So, yeah. Good point. Yep. But anyway, I mean, the trailer still looked great. Yeah, it's good. I mean, uh, David Harbour was in it. Francis, what's her name? Florence Pugh, who's been in a lot of stuff. I really like her. Um, and Rachel Weiss. Um, so, it, okay. I, I'm, I am happy that we're, we're finally getting a Black Widow to see, kind of explore her background. So um, it'll be interesting to see it. So yes. that comes out May May 1st, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, some other kind of big news that's come out in the last couple of days. And this is how, if you've read that article and you're listening, you know that I can work Star Wars into, I love to work Star Wars into any conversation. Any conversation, really. Any. really yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we can talk about Baby Yoda mm-hmm. for hours, but well, did you see? So we talked about this. So I'm backtracking, sort of. <laughs> In a previous podcast, we talked about, and you'd even mentioned, I think it was a CNBC article about how, oh, just wait, the Baby Yoda merchandise is coming. Mm-hmm. And then it comes out, it's like, well, it'll be available in May because that's yeah. what Walmart came out. So there has been just today some Baby Yoda yeah. stuff that's come out. It's not licensed. I want everyone to be paying attention that when you purchase this, you see it on Facebook. I even saw it was Star yeah. Wars Universe. This, yeah. yep. this merchandise, be careful. <laughs> yes. We're going to need some reviews on this merchandise. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it's a rush. I know that Disney you know, didn't do this initially because they didn't want the spoiler to come out. I think that's great. But just be careful with the Baby Yoda merchandise you're seeing promoted online because believe me, anyone can say that they are selling Baby Yoda merchandise and make your money 
and they don't have to give it back. Right, exactly. So yeah, so just be careful. I mean, there's all kinds of, like I said, on <clears throat> on Etsy, there's all kinds of Baby Yoda stuff you can get, but remember that's Etsy, it's all homemade, it's crafted, mm -hmm. I'm licensed. I'm surprised, I'm sure Disney will be sending them cease and desist letters. Yeah. But um, yeah, you just gotta be careful. But I mean, Pop, Funko Pop said today that they're gonna be releasing their Baby Yoda but it won't come till early spring, which is- See, this is what I'm saying. So you guys gotta pay attention. The good stuff, you're yeah. not gonna be able to get for six right. months. Right, exactly. You're just not. It's kind of um, crazy. I mean, yeah. I understand why, but it's just like, I feel like they're missing out on a big one. Well, I mean, honestly, I was gonna say, uh, they're missing out on a big opportunity to sell it around the holidays, but honestly, this stuff's gonna no. sell no, no matter what. No yeah. matter any time of year, it doesn't matter, nope. you know? Not at all. Uh, because the baby Yoda stuff is going to sell regardless of what time of year. Yep. Um, I mean, I think everyone kind of gets it now. Uh, mm -hmm. And I know that they were probably very hesitant at first. They didn't know how well it was going to go over because how divisive the fan base um, <clears throat> can be, especially with mm -hmm. The Last Jedi, what it did to Solo. And I, I don't think they wanted to put all their eggs in a bat in one basket. They wanted to make sure because it could have gone the other way. I mean, it really could have. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, Yoda, we can't come up with anything original. Right. We couldn't go I mean, we don't know this little guy's backstory. Uh, we do know it's a guy, FYI. Mm -hmm. They have said it's a little, uh, it is a male. Um, but yeah, we don't know what the little guy is all about. Who knows what it will be? I'm pretty sure it's not going to be a Yoda, actually, but uh, yeah, but it will be interesting to see. And obviously, this little guy, the child, is saving the Star Wars universe. I mean, it's insane, like, how popular he is. He's yeah. all over the internet. He's a meme. Every every episode, he yeah. becomes a meme. Like, it's just, it's adorable, though. And like, like I said, even my sister, who is not a Star Wars fan in general, like, she's like, yeah, I like the movies, but, like, she loves The Mandalorian. And, mm -hmm. I mean, I want to say it's not all because of Baby Yoda, but she loves Baby Yoda. So I'm like, yeah. So... Yeah. It's uh, Baby Yoda is uniting galaxies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is. It really is. And so you haven't watched episode four yet. I have not. I'm actually going to do that when we're, when we're done. It oh, yeah. is. There's a moment with him that's created now new memes. Oh, I know. I've seen the meme. I know all about it the meme. Is so. <laughs> drinking his little super. Oh, my God. The slurping. So the slurping. The slurping got me. I. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the slurping got me. The little guy. I mean, the thing is, it could have just been a one and done thing. It really could have. Yeah. Like, oh, he's cute. Yeah. But no, what they've been doing with him is brilliant. Yeah. From him, like he's teething, playing with that little knob. To oh, this, yeah. I mean, they're doing yeah. it right. And I, and I, this is not a bold prediction, but John Farber is going to yeah. be. He will be in charge of Lucasfilm. Uh, it will I, be announced next year sometime. I, I will not. I would not be surprised. Yeah. Would not. He be gets surprised. it. Yeah. He gets it. Unlike everyone else. Yep. Um, again, I'm not going off on a Star Wars rant because I'm ready to. <laughs> I'm ready to. Uh, we're only two weeks. What is today? Tuesday. Yeah, we're two weeks away. Well, I am two weeks away. One, two. Two weeks away from yep. the two first screening uh, of Rise of Skywalker. <sighs> two <sighs> weeks. And I really wish it was two months at this point. I do. 
I'm nervous. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry, um, I said I'm not going down there. But no, no, it's okay. Just, it's all right. This is all relevant. It's okay. You know, it's just, uh, you know, I know there's been some major spoilers leaked out there. Or so they say. I they guess. say. You never know exactly. But if if any of them are true, like a lot of people are not happy about that. So we'll see. Like, I oh. I truly, like, I just wonder if this one is as bad as the last one was. And it just kind of sours this whole trilogy. Like, do you think Disney is going to continue with their trilogies? Like, they have, they're planning to. I don't know. I wonder. I don't know. So, um, I was listening to Rebel Force Radio, which is amazing. You guys should watch, listen to it as well. And they were saying, and I remember them mentioning this. It was in Bob Iger had mentioned in one of his um, quarterly meetings about how their plan was that they were going to release a saga film every other year. And then they were going to release a standalone film mm -hmm. every the opposite year. So if it had stayed on track, if the last Jedi hadn't kind of put that speed bump in the road, we would not be in the Skywalker saga would not be ending. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they would ever branded it as the Skywalker saga. I think that's where they're like, oh, and I feel like it's like Disney, like, oh my God, let's get this out. Just put it to bed. We don't have to deal with it ever again because we're bad at it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, and we know all three movies, I mean, and granted the original Star Wars, George Lucas was still like figuring things out. So it wasn't very cohesive. Some of it doesn't make sense. I feel like we're back to that with this trilogy. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, even Ryan Johnson in a in a uh, in an article this week said, "Oh, I have no idea what the last the Rise of Skywalker is about. I'm excited to see it with everyone else." Well, that that's a problem. Wasn't Ryan Everyone's Johnson not on attached? the same page? Like, wasn't he attached in the beginning? Like, wasn't he going to do the third one before no. JJ took it back no. over? No, it was always uh, been JJ. Yeah, okay. no, it was Colin Trevorrow. That's right. It was that's right, Colin Trevorrow. Um, so it's like that's a problem yeah you can't have kathleen kennedy being the the constant here well it is a little all the directors concerning. need to be on the same page right like if you're all heading right you're all making a film for this trilogy that's supposed to be a continuous story like you think you would all be on the same page or at least know what what's headed where it's headed you would think so, so. um i will say that and i don't know if we've talked about this but jj um did an interview with Stephen Colbert the other night and he was mentioning, and I, and I remember reading something about this, which is so eerie. So Carrie Fisher's, the last book she wrote was a princess diarist. Mm -hmm. So good. So good. Um, she finished it before the last Jedi. So, and before the, and even when the last Jedi came out, obviously she passed away mm -hmm. uh, after they were done filming. Um, and at that time, again, Colin Trevorrow was attached to direct um, episode nine. So she had only worked with JJ Abrams on the force awakens <laughs> just once. She's only worked with him once they were friends, uh, but she'd only worked with him once. She did an acknowledgement at the end of the princess diarist. And in it, she thanks JJ and she's like, thanks for putting up with me twice. Mm. Mm. 
So JJ's like, it just gives me chills every time I read that. Like I am putting up with her twice. Like she's in the, she's been with us for the last year and a half. Like just this, those weird things that happen sometimes in the universe or the galaxy, you know, like how weird that she would write like, yeah, yeah, weird. Anyway, so cool, but kind of gives me chills. Think about it. I just hope they just don't. And that's something else that I'm, and every Star Wars fan, I think, is really concerned about how is her but, story going right. to end. How are they treating Leia? Yeah. He's using deleted scenes, and not even deleted scenes, but just scenes that weren't used. Yeah. Episode seven. Well, we know that she survived episode seven. So how can you, yeah. how can oh, you no. really say goodbye? Or maybe she doesn't. And I think that would be even better if she does survive this. And then this is the end of the Skywalker saga. Her story can end some other way. Uh, in yeah. Or whatever. I don't know. I, and then like, are they just going to, are they just going to kill off all the original characters? I mean, 3PO, R2-D2, Chewie, um, Lando, Lando's in it. I mean, is that, yeah. is that, it seems like that's all Disney's been doing for this trilogy. It's like just yeah. killing off all of these legacy characters and not even giving them good send-offs. I mean, Luke Skywalker was, Right. He was a hero of our story for the first three movies. And then it's just like, oh, he's just, he died a, a grumpy old man. And oh yeah, he saved the resistance. But it's just like, yeah, but he never really got to reunite with Han Solo or right or Princess or General Leia. Or Leia. Yeah. Good point. <sighs> sorry, sorry, sorry. And we thought we had nothing to talk about. I <laughs> we had lots to talk about. Including, speaking of Lando, uh, Billy D. Williams, just yeah. speak, this, this was a surprise. Ain't it though? Ain't right. it though? <laughs> so in an interview with Esquire, he came out as gender, uh, gender fluid. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, Billy D. is how old now? 82? He's 82. Oh my gosh. And good for him. Yep. He's kind of talking about, you know, he talked about all things Star Wars in this article. And then um, he says that, quote, and you see, I say himself and herself because I also see myself as feminine as well as masculine. (laughs) He goes on to say, I'm a very soft person and I'm not afraid to show that side of myself. That is amazing. It's it's nice to see someone from an older generation kind of embrace embrace that, you know? I think for a long I mean there's still people who struggle with this and to mm-hmm. see someone from an older generation especially I'm sure that did not talk about these kinds of things to embrace it. It's really nice. It's it's nice. Yeah. And he's you know, he he says I think of myself as a relatively colorful character who doesn't take himself or herself too seriously, which is really cool. So hmm. I feel like Billy D. Williams has always been like such the coolest guy ever. <laughs> and he's still cool. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. and even uh, Donald Glover, like when, cause he obviously played the young Lando in solo, mm-hmm. you know, he played it as pansexual. Um, and so this obviously makes sense. And we know that, yeah. that Billy D and Donald Glover sat down and they had a lengthy discussion about Lando and the character that Williams created. And I have a feeling this was part of that conversation. Yeah. And that's why 
Donald Glover came to that conclusion um, the way he did for his character. And he was just, you know, he wasn't creating something new. He was basically kind of just continuing what Billy D had already created. And that's something we didn't know that really wasn't talked about. And it could have been easy. It could have been so easy for Donald Glover to be like, Oh yeah, I talked to Billy D Williams. He thinks he's pansexual, you know, like that. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, he didn't, it was very respectful. And and it was Billy who was the one who got the chance to break that news. That's really, it's very very cool. Yeah. So I'm excited to see Lando in uh, in Skywalker. It will be interesting if we find out if any of our characters are related to Lando um obviously there's all kinds of rumors and speculation right? and, yep. and whatever but i kind of hope so i i i want him continued on and i i still no matter regardless of how this movie ends i just don't see them dropping uh ray and poe and finn if they make it out of this movie and we'll never see them ever again i agree you know? oh, there's there's got to be those characters aren't going to just be done for sure. I think so. Yeah. I think you're right. Mm -hmm. Well, and who knows, maybe we'll even see uh, Harrison Ford. You think so? (laughs) In this movie. You never know there. If they're going to really surprise us, maybe at least maybe a a flashback episode or flashback scene or something. I mean, Harrison Ford is staying busy these days, obviously. True. He's Maybe a, he didn't have time for the sky uh, for Rise of Sky. He's uh he's gonna star in his first TV series in like forty years or something like that. First time in twenty five years, more than twenty five years, according to this article. But he's starring in a scripted adaptation of The Staircase. Huh. If you've ever seen The Staircase, it's a documentary on Netflix, but it's about this uh ki- this case from the early two thousands, and I think North Carolina, very kind of famous, but. Uh, this man, Michael Peterson, was accused of killing his wife, Kathleen, and he said she fell down the staircase and died, you know, but he was, and I think he was ultimately not convicted in her death, but there's a whole documentary, bizarre documentary about it, just because they talked to him, and they talked to the family, and they talked about the evidence, and it's very fascinating. Um, I think true crime lovers have probably watched this, because it is a very famous case amongst that crowd i would say um but he's gonna be playing uh michael peterson i believe um so it's sort of like the fugitive kind of without him a little bit yeah <laughs> except huh. it's based on a true story well, i don't know the fugitive was based on a true story too wasn't it mm. was it or was it a book i think it was a book it's a book it's a book but this is a true story so it'll be interesting i'm i'm excited for it <laughs> um so I hope i get to interview I hope I get to interview Harrison Ford again and ask him what it's like to play a real person if he had to um, prepare for the role any differently. Uh, Ford's also going to be executive producer on the project and the, I guess the company that's um, producing it, um, they are shopping it around to networks and streaming. So I would not be surprised that it ends up on Netflix, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, that'll be interesting. Hmm. You know, it's got to be something. It's it's got to be good if Harrison Ford is going to attach himself to it, you know. So right. it'll be interesting. Because he's still supposed to be shooting the next Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. So 
which we'll see. That, when is that, when is that coming out? I bet Indy's going to die in that one too. So. <laughs> he has to. <laughs> He's got to kill him off. Disney, and again, another Lucasfilm Disney property. So, mm. I don't, I don't, get it. I don't get it. But I don't get it either. But whatever. Mm. Um, yeah. So I just I think that's going to be interesting. Um, All right. Uh, well, we'll 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 uh, we're not going to leave on a Star Wars note. I promise. No, no, we are, we we we're, were not going to talk about Star Wars a whole lot, and then end up to half the podcast. But that's okay. <laughs> it never happens. So I don't know how it goes. I know, right? Never happens. Mm-mm. Never ever. <laughs> um, but the one uh, piece of information that I think is great to end this podcast on is the possibility. Not the oh. possibility. It's definitely going to happen one day or sooner rather than later, I would think, that Happy Endings will be back. The show that aired on ABC, we watched it live back in the day. I know, back in the day. Mm. I mean, I'm like, it wasn't that long ago, but it was like seven years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Seven years. (laughs) Ended way too soon. Uh, Yes. it's just a really funny show, really great funny cast. Um, highly recommended. It. It's on Hulu if you if you haven't watched it. It's only like three seasons, so. Um, but the Russo brothers, which I guess I didn't realize until recently, the Russo brothers uh, pr- helped they executive produce that show. Um, I know from the Marvel universe because they did Community as well, didn't they? So I guess they kind of started their started in comedy and worked into mega stardom Marvel movies. But um, yeah, I mean, they, I think they're open to doing something with it. I'm sure the cast is, the cast has had some, some too that said they'd be into it. So. When the cast is reunited, they did that lost episode, uh, like. Yeah. um, Which is pretty funny. And it just, it was so well-written so well acted they all just they they had that chemistry that basically it was sort of and they even made fun of it on the show themselves like they were the friends the new yeah without being friends i mean they were friends but yes without Without being trying to be a ripoff that so many shows tried Mm -hmm. and, and failed at after friends went off the air yeah but uh yeah i mean it would I there's got to be some there's going to be some sort of even if it's a movie or just a one time limited series or something I bet it'll eventually will come back so yeah. um, especially with the streaming platform and right. stuff you know mm-hmm. yeah exactly especially and I think it does well on streaming um, and like I said if you haven't watched it definitely check it out um, yeah. so, so yeah um, I do want to mention. I just started watching a show on Netflix called Dairy Girls. Oh boy! Um, and <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's based in Northern Ireland during the '90s when there's all the troubles that they call it going on, and it's really funny. It's very funny. I absolutely love it. I highly recommend, especially if you like the British type humor. Um, it's just really funny. Their accents are sometimes hard to understand, so I do watch it with uh, <laughs> the subtitles because that that Irish accent is sometimes hard for a American <laughs> to 
understand. So. <laughs> uh, but overall, it's, I mean, the, the cast is really, it's really funny, real written. The cast is great. I mean, the kids that they, they cast, I mean, I'm sure they're all in their early 20s, but uh, I mean, they're just, it's a good, it's another good ensemble comedy, which I just really love en- ensemble comedies. And it's just really funny humor. So highly recommend. There's only two seasons. Um, and they're like, and it's a fairly short season, isn't it? Fairly short. Yeah. There's like six or seven episodes. They're about 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes a piece. So it's a very quick binge. Uh, highly recommend. So. Mm. That's awesome. Yep, I know, and I've watched a few. Uh, yeah, I know your husband has watched it. Yes. Oh yes, a few yes. times, <laughs> a few times. But no, it's it's funny. I just it's just one of those that I just need to sit down, pay attention. Don't look at my iPad, my iPhone. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. focus on the show, just because of the subtitles and stuff. I just um, really like hearing different slang from different countries. So it's just the words that they use. Some of the things I'm just like. God, it's so much better than stupid American slang. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the nun, the nun who's like the head of their their Catholic schools, really funny. Um, yeah, I, t- I, I really like it. So I've binged it in like two, just over the past few days. I've watched a few episodes here and there. And so it's just highly recommend. Got it. All right. I will add that also to my list. You yeah. watched the latest episode of The Mandalorian. I will. And. I feel like I'm a behind on something. Oh, uh, we should kind of also mention that we are paying attention to uh, his dark materials. I yes. started. I really I, like it. I'm, I like it too. I'm behind. Um, mm-hmm. I will like. I will watch anything with James McAvoy in it. I mean, and I mean anything. I will watch anything. Uh, but uh, <laughs> he he's is, not in it that much. He's no, not, not so far. I know, which is a bummer. Uh, yeah. But. Like I like it so far because did you see the movie The Golden? I Hunter? did. I yeah. like the movie. I like I the movie a lot. Too. A lot of people um, didn't. I yeah. I like. I have never read the book series. Um, I know it's a very popular one, but I did see the movie that came out in like 2007. And so when I was watching this, like some of that came back to me, just some of the terms and some of the things that happened. So um, yeah, but so far I like it. Like I said, I'm I'm a couple episodes behind. So same with Watchmen on HBO. I'm a few episodes behind. Oh my God, The Watchmen is so, I like it so far. good. Yeah. I didn't know if I was going to... I I, I do know, Regina King is amazing in this. Um, she is. And anything that she's in. Really? Southland yeah. or whatever. Like yeah. it, she's so good. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's, it's really good. Um, so yeah, we're keeping our eyes on that. Watchmen, His Dark Materials the good place you just went back and watched yeah i just went back and watched uh the 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 first three seasons again just because i was i was feeling it one night and so i did it uh it's so good it's so good it's so funny um and i'm so sad that it's ending but it's just you forget how 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 good the show is because just this whole story everything all the twists the turns the mm-hmm. it's just such a good show like it it's going to be, I think it's going to be one of the best shows of all time eventually. Like, it's just, it's up there, you know, just the way it's been crafted and cast and written and everything. It's just, it's just very good. Very well done. And it's always in the top five or 10 in uh, shows that are streaming, Mm -hmm. which I think is pretty impressive. Yeah. 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 I I, I agree. So I just, I wish more people watched it. So 
but I also like that they are they're ending when they want to end. I agree. Trying to stretch it out. I absolutely agree with that, and I I appreciate that because it gives you a clear beginning, middle, end, and in a show like this, you know, I think it can benefit from that a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. There you go. Okay, guys. Uh, obviously, we want to know what you're watching, what we should be watching. If there's anything you want to comment on about what we talked about in this episode, obviously, there's lots of Star Wars. I am always willing to discuss if I have time, which I will make time. I will Mick make time. probably knows more than you do. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. I'm not. I, uh, I okay. So I I have been listening to the audio. Um, book of the, uh, <laughs> the you're such a nerd <laughs> well, you know what i find it easier to listen in the car than okay. i understand yeah i just don't have, i, I like used that. to listen to the director commentary on the simpsons episodes so <laughs> yeah the, uh, yeah yeah I you can't to, when I had it on DVD, I would listen to the commentary from the, it would be Matt Groening and some of the writers. And I just loved hearing that. So I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't give me exactly. about that. Uh, I'm sorry. Resistance Reborn is the one that I'm listening to now. And I've, I went back and I listened to Bloodline, which was about Leia after Reven Return of the Jedi, Aftermath, the three aftermath books and now i'm on resistance reborn which is pretty good it's just kind of filling in some of the blanks between the last jedi and rise of skywalker so um there yeah anyway that's for another time so we'll do we'll do a star wars podcast oh we will for sure and you'll do a spoiler free review at some point whenever you see it yes so it is i am embargoed I'm embargoed. The the, show, the screening um, <laughs> information we received is that I can't say anything about The Rise of Skywalker until the evening of the 18th. Oh. So, um, and we already, so I'm going to the screening on the 17th. I'll have to keep quiet for a day and a half. And then we do already have our tickets for opening night on the 19th. My oh. niece is very concerned about my mannerisms because the last time we did this was the the, <laughs> the uh, last Jedi. Well, that's and true. So, it was not hard to gauge your thought or your your feelings. <laughs> oh, that's right. You were still in Kansas City at that time. Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. So I skipped. We bought these tickets months before, and I was so mad that I wouldn't even go. So no. I. Regardless, I am going to have to get through 30 minutes to an hour with my family going to this movie, and I am going to have to put on a happy face regardless. It pretend like it's A-OK, -okay, regardless of how you feel of it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, regardless if Raylo is actually a thing, I will be <laughs> so mad. But you know what? I will have a day and a half to figure out. I'm an actor. I can do this. You can do I it. We'll do, do this. It. Come on. I, I really, I, I really think it'll be fine. But yeah. I have to prepare myself. But my niece has already warned me that if I give away the movie just on my face, she will never see a movie with me ever again, <laughs> ever again. And I think that's why they're not watching The Mandalorian right now. It's because well, I love it. 
listen, you know, after this one, it's going to be a while before we get another Star Wars trilogy, if we ever do. So <laughs> you can rest right. easy after this one. That's there true. will be no more top secret things to keep secret yeah. for a while. Right. Right. That's true. <laughs> Way to put a positive spin on it, Kitty. I appreciate that. There you go. You're welcome. And with that, we will be <laughs> signing off. Uh, guys, always find us on uh, Facebook, all social media. Let us know what you think. Call, you know, message us. We'd love message to us. bring you in. Um, yeah. To the We'd podcast. We'd love to yeah. hear your thoughts, your whatever's on anything pop culture related. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said, uh, just a gal and a gay on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we also have a po- uh, website, a gal and a gay podcast.com. And again, um, check us out in, in Kansas City Magazine this month. So again, thank you to Katie and everybody at the magazine for featuring us. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah. All right. Okay, that's it. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>